Alleluia, alleluia. He is risen. As Jesus tells us in the entrance antiphon for the Sunday Mass this morning of Easter, I have risen and I am with you still. Alleluia. So happy Easter to you all in this unique Holy Week, this unique Easter that we're all living. This morning I wanted to reflect on the gospel from last night's Easter Vigil, Matthew 28, 1-10. The line that keeps speaking to me is fearful yet overjoyed. And this is my prayer for us this morning. Sun's risen again. It's out, beautiful day here in Atlanta in my community home. Yet we're still in quarantine. We're still unable to receive the sacraments. We're still full of certainty, uncertainties and secure future. Yet today is different. It's Easter. He's risen. There's something he wants to say to us. And I pray that while we may still be fearful, we may become overjoyed. And just as Jesus enters in in this Easter season in a new way into his disciples and apostles' life, each one reaching out to them after his death, I pray that we too can realize he is still with us and he has conquered sin and he has conquered death. None of them will have the last word. They will not have the last say because he is truly risen and he conquers death, sorrow, illness, fear, pain. And he conquers these not just 2,000 years ago, but he comes now to conquer that in our own lives, to conquer my own sorrow, my own grief, my illness, my isolation, my fears, my suffering, my uncertainty and he will conquer my death. So I pray he speaks to us in new and unprecedented ways in this time, in this Easter 2020, that while we may still be fearful, we may be overjoyed and experience in a new and deeper way, new life, that he truly comes to make all things new. So let's turn to the passage. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The gods were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Maybe we can relate to those women especially in this time of pandemic, with this Lent of the Lent of all Lents that we have experienced, feeling that same sorrow like the one that we love is dead and buried in a tomb. He's not with us anymore. He's abandoned us. Our worlds have completely changed. The one we relied on, the one we live with, the one we received in the sacraments, he's left us. Has he left us? Has he left the church? Has he left us to fend for ourselves right now? And just as the women arrive with that, that heaviness of heart of the last few days after witnessing the cruel crucifixion and death of their Lord, behold, as the scripture says, there was a great earthquake, a natural disaster, right? Don't think they were expecting that. Pretty frightening. this unexpected reality that they also encountered 
this is unexpected reality we too encounter. And the women go, they go expecting to find their Lord, a dead body. And yet they experience something else, something very unexpected. They see an angel descend. So that was not in their plan, I'm sure, that morning. He rolls back the stone, the stone that would have taken many people to roll back. And he sits upon it. And as the scripture says, his appearance was like lightning. And everyone was filled with fear. Actually, the, the fear that they came with grew even greater. The guards there, I mean, literally, he's very descriptive here, Matthew, in this gospel. They were shaken with fear and they became like dead men. Must have fallen over. Something's changed. Something's changed. <laughs> Life will not be the same. And so here we are with the woman and we continue in it. The scripture says, Then the angel said to the woman in reply, Do not be afraid. This phrase we hear at least 365 times in the scripture. Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus, the crucified. He is not here, for he has been risen. He's been raised from the dead, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Do not be afraid. Are you kidding? <laughs> this is terrifying. Not only do they peek in and do not see their Lord's body, but here is this incredible like devastation that they're witnessing. And yet very calmly, the angels there, do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. Is it that much different today? Are we not afraid? I think all of us have had to wrestle with those thoughts and continue doing that. Things may look the same externally, but something this Easter, I pray, will truly change in our hearts as the risen Lord comes to us through scripture and through new and unique ways. I know you are seeking Jesus, the crucified. Do our hearts not long? Where are you, Lord? If there was ever a time we needed you, that the world needed you, it's now. <laughs> it is now. And where else would we go if it were not seeking him? Him who has the words of everlasting life, who makes the sense of our world around us. Lord, we need you. So they inch forward, they look into the tomb, and he's not there. He's still not there. They haven't found him. Where is this risen Jesus? Maybe again they feel a little let down. The angel continues when he sees their continued lack of understanding, that still their hearts are heavy. They don't understand what's going on. He's not here. Maybe someone's stolen him. He still doesn't care. He's still not here with us. So the angel says, then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. There you will see him. Okay, so the search for Jesus needs to continue. He's not here. He's not here at the tomb. We need to continue looking for him and going out to meet him, trusting that we will see him again in new, ever new, 
ways this Easter. And maybe you've already experienced that. Not receiving him the usual way, sacramentally. Beautiful gift he has given us. Maybe we've started to see him in new and unprecedented ways in this unprecedented time. Maybe he's continued revealing himself just in new ways, in new places. We maybe weren't looking or didn't think to see him. He's not always recognizable as we read more passages of the Easter season. Some think he's a gardener, some think he's just a fellow pilgrim traveler with them. There's something that we have to seek deeper, look for, find. So maybe that's happened in this time of quarantine. Maybe I've encountered Jesus in new ways through my spouse, through my kids, through my family, through my neighbors, through the good that's out there, the sacrifice of so many people, healthcare workers. Or maybe I've begun to unlock more of the deeper mysteries of our faith that sometimes we don't think about as much. That through my baptism, the Holy Trinity dwells within me that yes, he gives me the beautiful gift of the Eucharist to receive, sacraments of confession, but the Trinity dwells within. I can find him there. I can find him in incredibly new and intimate ways. Maybe I've begun to understand that church is not just its buildings. It's not just the hierarchy. It's us, it's its people. These are unprecedented times to find God. And I believe that truly there's unprecedented graces that come with that. That when I focus not on what I'm lacking or not able to receive, I'm able to see God in whole new ways. And he becomes present in ways that I pray will continue to be strengthening and continue in my own life going forward. Scripture continues. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to the disciples. Okay, something's changed. Not only is the tomb empty, but there's something that's shifted with inside of each of those women. They still haven't seen Jesus, yet there's joy now. They still haven't seen him in his actual flesh, yet they are running, running back to announce now this faith, this stirring within them. Something that has um, started growing, the deep realization of what Easter means. That Jesus is going to have the last word. Not the cross. Not the emptiness of the tomb. Something's been ignited and they cannot contain it. They run back to tell the disciples who are still hiding. Who are still hiding in their darkness and their fears. Yet, I like that the scripture says they're still fearful. <laughs> they're still fearful. And that's consoling for us because our lives have probably not changed. There's still just as much uncertainty as there was yesterday in Holy Saturday. But this Easter joy, it's not a feeling just to placate us and just make us, you know, oh, I've, I've got to have joy now, eat a lot of chocolate, and it's going to be great. I think it's a joy that comes from a zooming out of our current reality and allowing ourselves to tap into the much deeper mystery that Christ, Jesus Christ, God, became man to enter the chaos of our world precisely to conquer death, precisely to conquer sin, precisely to conquer the enemy of our souls. 
how interesting that we've all united, this whole world, my family back in New Zealand um, are in lockdown, family in Australia the same, here I am in the United States. The whole world is united against the same enemy, COVID-19, right? This enemy that threatens life and goodness itself. And isn't he the God that says, choose life, not death? I will conquer death. I will conquer the true enemy, sin, the devil. That will be conquered no matter what happens in your life, what happens in the world as we know it. He will not let death have the last word. He will have that word. So we could end there, but it's amazing the passage doesn't end there. And the church didn't want us to just end there with this fearful yet overjoyed um, women running back to tell the men. It's quite amazing, actually, and I've never noticed it until I really meditated on this passage. But Jesus doesn't wait till Galilee. He doesn't wait. He's told them through the angel, go to Galilee. I will wait for you there. I will be there. But he doesn't wait. He comes and meets them precisely on their way. Once something shifted in their heart, they can see him. He can approach them. They can understand the full reality that it is not how it was two days ago when you saw me climb the hill of Calvary. See, I make all things new. And the scripture says, And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. He met them on their way back. <laughs> he couldn't wait. He wanted to be there. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go. Tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Imagine the complete shock. I mean, they weren't expecting him, because at that point, they probably were like, okay, I'm going to see them in Galilee. Um, we got a bit of a ways to go, right? And there he is before them, their Lord, their King. If they were overjoyed before, how much more now? And yet maybe at the same time, they fell at his feet, and all the grief of the last days poured out. All that they experienced with his passion and his death. Lord, where were you? Why did you do this to us? Why did you abandon us? Why is this so hard? Maybe the same cries of our own heart during these days, during these weeks, these months. And maybe he reached down, gently touched them, smiled. Maybe the same sorrow in his own eyes. The sorrow with which he probably looks on us today. I know. I know it's been hard. I know it's been a hard land. I know you've given up a lot. You've suffered a lot. I'm sorry. This is why I came. Because this will not have the last word. Because I will come into the suffering and the dying and I will be there. And that will not be the end. See, I make all things new. So this Easter Sunday, 2020, in the midst of a pandemic that's shaken everyone's world, let this not be the same. May Jesus come and meet you this Easter Sunday in a new and unprecedented way. Maybe in a way you least expect it, but yet with that same call of the heart 
do not be afraid. The Lord will come in a very real way into our lives. I pray that we will, we will get through this and yes, we will receive the sacraments again. But I pray a deeper renewal of a deeper understanding of who He is in my life will be what lays the deeper, more intimate foundation with Jesus, our Lord, our risen King. We pray, Lord, give me new resurrected eyes and ears to see and hear you in new ways this Easter. Come, meet me where I'm at. Meet me where I am. Allow me to be overjoyed even in the midst of fear. Give me the beautiful grace this Easter to see that you truly do make all things new. To be truly able to sing, Alleluia, Alleluia, Christ the Lord is with me.